Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. Flashes, champions of the Mid-American Conference. Little trick play and a throw to Baker Mayfield to tie the game. Period grab by Leonard. Throw to first. Unbelievable. Chubb will take this all the way. 92 yards. And the Ohio State Buckeyes are the first national champions of the playoff era. The Indians have won the American League pennant. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions once again. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. I accepted it. Gladiator. Welcome into a uh, Pass the Mic podcast. I am Enzo Orlando here to break you down all the things that have gone on in sports in the past couple of days or weeks, whatever. It's been about a month, but you know, we have a bunch of announcements to make. I don't know if you saw on our social media page. Make sure you go check that out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we are having our show back on Black Score Radio starting on. September 25th, so next Friday, we are 10 to noon now. We are a little bit early, so you might have to set your alarms back. You know, make sure you wake up by 9, I would say. Wake up an hour earlier, even a half hour early, depending on what kind of morning person you are. We have that time, we're on 10 to noon. It'll be Sean and I, as usual. Uh, We're the only ones allowed in the studio. But we are going to have plenty of call-in guests that we have scheduled for you. Uh, We're looking for a great uh, semester. Um, I know it is uh, week 2 in the NFL season. We didn't get a chance to do our uh, picks, which... I don't know if we I win anything or anything, if whoever has the most right picks. So uh, that's that. But uh, let's get into the show. So, yes, I had the first, our, our past the mic announcement, which was uh, we have our show coming back next Friday. And then uh, the other big announcement from yesterday, uh, Big Ten football is coming back starting October 24th. Uh, I believe Ohio State is going to play. They are, of course. But... Or I don't know who is going against. I don't know what the schedule is, but they're doing the protocols. I think the Big Ten made this decision because what they saw with the SEC and the Big 12. Uh, also, the ACC is playing too, I believe. So they're playing. Um, so with that, it's good to have Big Ten football back. I am pretty sure they're only going to allow parents or family into the stadium as spectators. I don't see... I mean, I know Ohio Stadium and Mich- and uh, the Big House in Michigan, they're huge stadiums, so they might be able to. Uh, debatable for me if I would want to attend the game if I had the opportunity to. You do have to wear a mask the whole time. Uh, I don't mind that, really. Uh, maybe just the whole game day atmosphere. I don't know what Columbus is going to be like. I don't know what the protocols are. I, I know is if I go down to like, go f- see some friends and watch a game in Columbus, I am... Probably not going to any bars on High Street in Columbus because I know how crowded those used to get during game day. I don't know how good they are doing with uh, social distancing and all that. So I don't know. Uh, We'll see what happens. But that's uh, about a month away from Big Ten football coming out. It's always great news. And, um, you know, let's get into some other football. Let's get into the NFL and the Cleveland Browns, uh, of course. They have a game tonight against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh... Uh, Baker Mayfield going up against Joe, Joe Burrow for the first time ever. I don't think they ever played against each other in college. I'm pretty sure, no, they were in different conferences. So this is their first meeting between each other, these two great young quarterbacks. Uh, looking for an exciting game, but I'm looking for the Browns to come on top because the game against Baltimore, 
I mean, the Browns, they sometimes fail my expectations when it comes to losing. I did not expect us to beat Baltimore. We all know how good Baltimore is with Lamar Jackson. All right, and J.K. Dobbins, he played great in that game too. So give me credit on that. But, man, I expected the Browns to lose by, what, one, two, maybe three touchdowns, and all they lose by four or something. I'm like, how embarrassing was that? We know Baltimore's good. I mean, who knows? I mean, them and the Chiefs, they look to be unstoppable. Uh, we'll see, but they're taking on the Bengals, who didn't have that bad of a performance against the Chargers, but that game was pretty much led by Burrow and Joe Mixon. Uh, the Bengals' defense doesn't look that good. Uh, got reports that Bengals, most of their old lines, the starters, most of them are out for this Thursday tonight. So that's an advantage for the Browns, especially with our good uh, defensive line with Miles Garrett. Larry Yogan, Joby, uh, Sheldon Richardson, and Olivier Vernon. So hopefully you see big attack, Miles Garrett, going right towards Burrow. But here's the thing. I like Joe Burrow. He's a great guy, quarterback. I got no hate against him, all right? He's good at what he does. I wish – I don't know if I wish he was in a Browns uniform. And maybe – that's debatable. I got to see. I mean, because what I saw from Baker on uh, Sunday – he looked the same he did last year under uh, Freddie Kitchens. I don't know. Uh, Stefanski was saying in like press conference and stuff that him and Baker were working since day one. I don't know how good it looks because Baker was not targeting his receivers that well, especially uh, a man who's known for being uh, one of the best receivers in the league. But yeah, this quarterback uh, not connecting with Odell Beckham Jr., probably the most talented player on the team, right along Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry. He wasn't connecting with all. He overthrew that pass to Odell. I'm going to have to start pointing some hate on Baker. I mean, I like the guy. He's a good guy and everything. I'm going to start criticizing him for his play. I mean, Stefanski, that was his first head coaching game. No minicamp really is hurting the Browns, especially with the new coaching system. So they only had a couple weeks of training camp, and that's it. So they got to get their shit together tonight. I mean, you're playing the Bengals, who are expected to win only like two, three games. And that's because they literally only have two, three guys that can help them. Maybe two and a half because A.J. Green is still coming back from injury. But this is a must-win game win game for the Browns. If they don't win this, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm going to be like, I can't watch another game. Like, You lose to the Cincinnati Bengals, who aren't even supposed to be that good like, I don't know what I'm going to do with the, the Browns. I mean, literally, they're 20 years of a pain in my ass. I've only been alive for 22, so I've probably been watching them for about 20 years. They came back in 99. I mean, but whatever you could say. I mean, it's just you can't take it anymore, especially when you have the most talented team since the return. They got to win. They they, they got to. They, they, they can't lose this. They got to even do what Baltimore did to them last week. I would rather see that. I want to see them do that tonight. Bad. If they can do that, it would be great. I mean, they got to get their act together. Literally. I mean, offense, defense, special teams. I mean, we did cut Austin Cyber, Brought in Cody Parkey, which, I mean, I don't know if that's a good decision or not. He's known for blowing games by hitting the goalpost like he did with Chicago. And ironically, Cincinnati goes out and gets Austin Seibert. And the only problem is... Cyber has a little bit of advantage from playing in First Energy Stadium. And we know how the winds are off the lake and stuff. So we can see how that worked. But Cody Parkey was with the Browns in 2016. And 
He's got experience playing at the Arsenal Stadium, too. So it's going to be interesting. I just hope we don't blow it in a game to a field goal win by Austin Zara. Oh, my gosh. I would literally just walk out of the restaurant I'm going to and literally just lay on the ground. I don't know. You you just don't want to see a loss. Like, you are literally going to lose your shit if you see them lose. You're going to be like, I can't stand this team anymore. Like, they get to the point where they get that bad. Like, losing the Bales, oh, my gosh. I mean... They played Washington week three, which looked pretty good. Their defense looks great, especially led by uh, the rookie Chase Young. And Dwayne Haskins didn't look bad either. I mean, hey, the Redskins might be good because they draft players from Ohio State. So who knows? I mean, Denzel Ward's looking all right. I mean, we'll see how he plays tonight as he's got to go up against A.J. Green. But, yeah, should be an interesting, interesting game. Uh, don't really have... Any more to really say on that? Just it's a must-win game. I mean, they can't lose this. I mean, the the Browns they are allowing fans. I don't know how much that's going to make a difference. It's only six thousand in a sixty-eight thousand stadium. I don't know. I mean, I am not attending a single Browns game this year. I much rather go downtown or go to a friend's house or something and watch a game there. I mean, you just got to see how this team plays. I mean. Doesn't feel like it's with a pandemic going on. It's worth attending a sporting event. All right, so not doing that, but hey, uh, go Browns. You guys better win. That's all I'm saying. You guys better play good. You guys better play like how uh, I play with you guys in Madden because, I don't know, a video game seems to understand how talent works, but coaches don't. I mean, I can say what I had to say about Freddie Kitchens last season, but Freddie Kitchens was clearly an idiot. I'm not going to lie. He was clearly an, he clearly had no idea what he was doing. Stefanski at least has experience being with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, was the offensive coordinator for a while, so I can give him that. But now he's the head coach, which is a little bit bigger role. So I, I, I'm still, I'm still, I'm not mad at Stefanski. I think he'll do a great job. I think he'll do a better job in kitchens. I mean, my prediction for the Browns, I'd say the best is ten and six. Uh, the worst the Browns can get could be seven and nine. Pot, I would say eight and I wouldn't mind eight and eight. I hopefully we get eight and eight or nine and seven. I mean, we'll just see. You know, still long uh, season. We're only in uh, September, so let's go with that. And uh, speaking of um, getting uh, to the fall weather, uh, yes, we got baseball. And oh, oh, who wants to talk Indians baseball? I mean, an eight-game losing streak you're on. I mean, you lost the series against the Royals. You only won one game. Then you went to Minnesota and. It showed you couldn't compete with them. You got swept by them. And then the Cubs series. I think it's almost as bad as blowing a 3-1 lead in the World Series. I mean, oh my gosh. That game, uh, Tuesday night. What the hell happened? Oh my, it was the... I think the Cubs loaded the bases or something. Um, and apparently whoever's on the mound for the Indians, um... Decided to throw the ball right at the guy so the dude gets to walk and they score. Oh my, that is a, that's the worst way to have a walk-off. You throw the ball and it hits the batter? You, you should literally just quit once you do that. If you do that, you're like, you should, you should go, go find another career. So you, you don't belong in the pitching in the major leagues. Maybe go pitch in the minors or something if that ever comes back. Because... 
Oh my gosh, that was an embarrassing loss for the Indians. That would be embarrassed if I was anyone on that team. I'm like, I can't believe that happened. I mean, the Indians are supposed to be the better organization in Cleveland. But these last eight games, they haven't shown it. They're, they're literally on the Browns level as well. Who, who, who could do the worst at losing? You know, can it be the Cleveland Browns? We've been bad for 20 years. Well, can it be the Indians known for being good, but we can't never win that championship? I never know. Because that was bad, and uh, last night was bad too. Lost in the walk-off. Had many opportunities to win, but just couldn't do it. Because you want to know why? Very few players on the team can hit. Oh, we have great starting pitching. That's good. We have a pretty decent bullpen. I can take that too. Good defense. But we need guys that can hit. I think we should have re-signed Yasiel Puig once we found out we were having a season, a shortened season. I would have been okay with that. But this? Yeah. I don't know how to describe this. I mean, looking at the... Uh, Standings in the uh, American League. Well, well, we'll take a look at the Central first, uh, and then we'll go to the playoffs. Because, I mean, this is flat-out uh, embarrassing what the Tribe has done these last eight games. I mean, Minnesota, I don't know what to say, but okay. Right now, we are third in the American League Central. Chicago is doing the best, the White Sox, followed by the Minnesota Twins. And then in the postseason, we are literally on thin ice on the last seed, the eighth seed. I mean, if this was a normal Major League Baseball season, oh, we would have been we would have been out disqualified. I mean, the White Holy crap! I just realized that the White Sox are number one seed. I, I forget how the brackets are working, but I think we play the number one seed like in the NBA playoffs, one versus eight. Two versus seven, three versus six, four red. I think it works. I can't remember. So, with that, Indians are on very thin ice to make the postseason. I mean, we got the let's see, uh, we got the Tigers. We didn't we seriously have the Tigers next? We do have the Tigers. Got Shane Bieber on the mound. Oh my gosh! Please sweep this series. Four-game series against the Detroit Tigers, who we literally own since 2016. You should sweep this series, especially tonight. That's a must-win for the Tribe, too. There's a must-win for both Cleveland teams that are playing tonight. Just sweep the Tiger series. And the series against the White Sox, that's going to be tough. I hope you guys can split it. If not, I don't know. And then you have the Pirates to finish out the season. Last game is uh, the 27th. A little late. 310 for a Sunday. It's the last game. Uh, crazy. And we'll see what the Tribe does. I mean, I think they'll make the playoffs. Um, if we play the White Sox, I think we have a potential win that series. Um, I mean, you just really never know in baseball. But they're on thin ice. If they play like how they have been these last eight games, they're not making the playoffs. I'll tell you that. If they're playing the same way they're doing now, not being able to hit bad defense or pitch bullpen blowing it up or something, it's, I don't know. They're another team that bugs me a lot. I mean, you know, you all know the owners bug me. Uh, I mean, once this season ends and 
it looks like Lindor's leaving. You're not going to see this team in the playoffs for a bit. You're going to be seeing uh, the rebuilding process, kind of, I would put it. And you still have Jose Ramirez, but I don't think he could be a franchise-like carrier. So you'll never know. I mean, we got great pitching, so maybe 2021 you might make it. I don't know. This feels like we're going to... And we're, we're entering the beginning phases of the rebuilding process. Um, so uh, with that, uh, the U.S. Open is going on at uh, Winged Foot in uh, New York. Uh, currently live right now. And of course you want to hear our, our ice cream picks for uh, the 2020 U.S. Open. Uh, of course, the Denzo and of course my, my uncle, uh, Michael always do this so uh he won the well, the pga championship bet i had kepka and kepka somehow choked in it that's unusual from him so with that uh let's get into michael's picks who's got daniel berger webb simpson and rory mcelroy i have tiger woods justin thomas and john rom so i'm not looking too bad right now because i believe uh, only ESPN lets me, uh, show it. Yep, my man Justin Thomas is in the lead, is in the lead. Uh, Theo Mike's, uh, Roy McElroy is tied for second right now. Uh, Tiger Woods is even. Uh, yeah, that's all I can tell you right now on golf. I don't know in all the... Gotta look at what all the other tea, tea times are, but you can always look that on uh, any uh, sports website, like including ESPN. All right, so there's golf. Uh, I haven't been paying attention. I originally was gonna have Kepka in it because I mean Kepka always does well in the Open, but he's sitting out this one. He has an injury. I I did not see ESPN report it. It just shows the lack of coverage ESPN has on golf sometimes, unless it's Tiger Woods. All right, with that we are gonna close it. With the NBA playoffs, and oh my gosh, Tuesday night, the unthinkable happened to the majority of NBA fans. The Los Angeles Clippers lost in the second round to the Denver Nuggets. Was I shocked? Yeah, I'm like, wow. I mean, the seven-game series, I wasn't surprised about that, but the Clippers, literally, like, the fourth quarter, where were Kawhi and Paul George? They were nowhere to be seen. Their shooting percentage sucked. I mean, they played like garbage in the border. They can't do it. Now they, literally, they had a chance to, like, prove to the whole city of Los Angeles that, hey, we could compete with the Showtime Lakers. They couldn't. They lost to the Nuggets. Now the Nuggets are facing the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. But here's my thing. It's going to be Lakers in five. Literally. Nokolak Djokovic and Jamal Murray going up against LeBron James in the playoffs. Just remember, it's LeBron James in the playoffs. I don't see him having much of a chance against LeBron. You got to remember, I mean, LeBron's faced tougher opponents than that in his career. LeBron is a different beast in the playoffs. He is literally unstoppable. It took four superstars to stop one man. And that was the Golden State Warriors. Just because they had Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green. That was the only way you were able to stop LeBron. I don't see the Nuggets stopping LeBron. 
or let alone they have Anthony Davis too, the Lakers. So, if you want to see, I, I think the Lakers are going to win this series pretty easily. I would say Lakers in five. I wouldn't say they sweep them, but I think the Nuggets can snag one from them. Maybe like how the Lakers have been to me where they uh, lose one game, the first game, and then the rest they just go ahead and dominate. I think that's how play out. I mean, the Lakers have been on a long rest, so it's kind of nice for LeBron to get back. So that's what I'm saying. Lakers in five, and just looking at how it's looking. I mean, Celtics Heat. It's a good playoff match too. Uh, the the Heat uh, currently are up one zero now. They play tonight, so I think I think the Celtics can tie it up tonight. I believe in that with uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and uh, Marcus Morris. Yeah, I I think they can. Uh, yeah, and the Heat with Jimmy Butler has been something else in Tyler Hero. They've been surprising the Heat, really, because they uh, beat Milwaukee, which, I mean, it just showed Giannis wasn't really LeBron caliber player, so he might he might be going somewhere else. Yeah. So with that, I think the Celtics, eh, Celtics that's how, that one might go seven games, I think. But just looking how the playoffs are looking for the Lakers and LeBron James, I feel LeBron has the easiest way to this fourth ring. I'm telling you, he's going to win his fourth ring in the bubble. There's no question. Like, look, Just look at what he's got to go against. The Nuggets, uh, LeBron's like, eh, I've seen worse. I got Anthony Davis too, so I got this. And whoever he faces in the finals, it'll be interesting. Especially the Celtics or the Heat. I mean, the Celtics-Lakers rivalry was going back to Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and then like twice in the 2000s with Kobe Bryant versus Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen. And those are those were some good matchups too. They did go to seven games in 2010. So, I mean, I think it'll be an interesting series, but I still think the Lakers will come out on top. And the Heat, the only reason why that one's interesting because LeBron was on the Heat. From 2010 to 2014. We all remember that if you're from Cleveland. Left us to go to Miami to win championships, but only came back with two. I mean, I hope he wins this one, but now that I'm thinking about it, could LeBron have might have to come back to Cleveland just to win one more, I think? If he can, I mean, if he wins this one, I'll be happy, but then if he wins two in L.A. and only one in Cleveland... I don't know what that means for his legacy. I mean, I think his legacy will still be respected, but I mean, just Simmons and Kevin, you only were able to get one championship for your hometown, but got two for uh, places you were never really from. You just went there because of, A, you had friends and you wanted to win rings, B, I, 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 I just, just because you wanted to go into like the movies and stuff, so business. You never know. I mean, I hope LeBron might tur- return to Cleveland because, I mean, the Cavs are literally, like, irrelevant. They've been irrelevant th- ever since this pandemic happened. Like, how many people really cared about the Cavs? I think the NBA draft is happening in November. I haven't really paid much attention to that. Like, I haven't heard much talk from the Cavs. I mean, I've seen their stuff on social media, but just I don't really care about the Cavs that much anymore. I don't see much... Hope, I have a feeling they need to get rid of Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson. Get rid of players you had in your championship. You're in the rebuilding process. Hopefully Colby and Alvin does that. And I would even say get rid of Andre Drummond because he's at an all-star center and you have him and you're not competing 
to make the playoffs or even and then you're out of the question for championships you ain't gonna win you ain't win one until lebron comes back uh you get a good draft pick or you get lebron's son that's the only way so yeah that's that's my nba uh hot picks all right with the Cavs and the playoffs and uh, with that pass to mike uh we're signing off ends in orlando uh I might do a recap of uh, the Browns game uh, tomorrow. We'll do like a short little recap on how the game goes. If they lose, you already know what's going to happen. If they win, I'll be much briefer and uh, peaceful too. So just to make sure I'm doing fine. And then uh, next Friday, me and Sean Fitzgerald will be back at the Black Score Radio Studio for our first show starting on Friday, September 25th at 10 p.m. We'll see you guys then.